This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, Husker Rewind every Sunday, 5 to 7. Time to talk a little Husker uh, volleyball. They had a great weekend over the weekend in the state of Indiana. Uh, Four-set win over Indiana last night for number two-ranked Nebraska on Friday night. It took them five sets. The only time they've gone five sets this year. But they're now 13-0 for the first time in a long time. So it's like 2006, I thought. Six, I think that's right. It's been a while. Uh, 2008, actually, uh, was the last time Nebraska started 13-0. and uh, But I think it's it's kind of good for them that they, it took them five sets. They didn't play their best volleyball, but they still got their win. What were you thinking after that win on Friday night uh, with Purdue, especially? Tanya. Were you there? Is she there? Hello. Hello. Oh, there oh, we go. Sorry about that. New board, new studio. No, that's okay. We're figuring it out. I, I'm figuring it out as we go. Uh, but five-set win over Purdue. They had service errors. It was a little sloppy. Back-to-back night, so maybe you were thinking they're going to be a little tired the next night, and they didn't look sharp. I didn't think either night, but they get the win. But what was your overall thought on the game? On the game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had our first road trip for those 10, and I think it just, it just is kind of getting punched in the mouth. And how are you going to react? You know, just being in the in that environment, you know, just the travel schedule, it's back-to-back nights. So I know even though the first night they were kind of fresh, but I, I mean, I feel like it's hard to prepare for two teams back-to-back just in your brain, you know, like just having all that information in your head. Like I remember Coach Pettit saying, if we serve to zone one and the setter crosses midcourt, she's going to jack back the ball and then the hitter is going to hit cross-court. And that's just all the things that are in your head while you're playing. And then you have that for two teams back-to-back. And I don't, I just can't remember the last time we played one, you know, consecutively day to day besides some of our tournament games, which weren't as difficult, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. And and the thing is, they've got the exact same schedule next weekend, Friday night at Michigan yes. State, Saturday at Michigan. Yes, that's going to, it's good. I mean, it's good that we're doing it with teams that might be kind of in the mid tier of the Big Ten, um, because we're going to be probably doing it when it's the top. <laughs> two teams in the Big Ten, and who the heck is that going to be? You know, is it going to be who's the second besides us? You know, who else is it going to be? Is it going to be Wisconsin, Penn State? You know, is it Wisconsin, Purdue? Like, and I know Purdue just lost, so I mean, it's just been like so many teams are are pushing the next level. It's just it's going to be exciting to see who how the t- Big Ten finishes out. One of the best middle blockers in Nebraska volleyball history, Tanya Taki, joining us here. She's also the head coach at Nebraska One. She joins us on the Allo VIP line. And I want to ask you about a specific player because okay. um, she plays your position. Friday night, she was as dominant as she's been this year. Probably one of her best matches this year, if not her best match. Last night, struggled, only played two sets. Becca Alec. Talk about the mental toughness and and granted she's a sophomore she's been through the ringer all last year she started the vast majority of her entire career here at nebraska but that that mental toughness and what it's like to go through as a middle when things are just not going your way especially after you had such a great game the prior game yeah i I don't know what happened there and you know i listened to the pregame show um the radio show is now an hour long so um john baylor does a good job of 
interviewing a player or interviewing like an assistant coach just to kind of give me some insight. And it was Becca Alex the night before um, Indiana about, you know, having to grind and be there, you know, back-to-back nights. And, you know, we've done this before, you know, I'm one of the only players that's done it before, you know? And so it's just getting all these freshmen to understand, like, I really felt like what she was saying, like she had this great mindset. Um, But I also think, you know, Becca Alex is a very emotional player. You know, just she she has her in, you know, like throwing the the number one down, which I would really love it if she changed it to horns down, you know, like let's just call out Texas now. (laughs) But, I mean, she just is such an emotional player um, that I just feel like sometimes you get a little bit on a roller coaster. Like when you're on such a high high, you have to come down. And I don't know that she necessarily played bad against Indiana. She It's just like we went two sets with zero blocks, and that's what Becca does for us. And so for that to be a thing, and then she got set and she tipped or the ball was behind. So I don't know. It was just it was just an off night, but it wasn't, like, horrible. I just think Coach Cook was like, hey, dude, we got to do something else. Like, this isn't working. Let's try something else. And Maggie Mendelson came in and did a great job. You know, he's talking about game changers. And when you're playing back-to-back nights like that, like, you're going to need a fresh set of legs, a fresh set of brain, you know, a fresh arm those kind of things. Like we're going to need those players throughout the duration of the season. So when somebody's not playing their best, here's your option to come in and give somebody else a chance to be a game changer. So that's just where I felt like Becca was on night two of that weekend. Tanya Taki, one of the great middle blockers in Nebraska volleyball history and the coach at Nebraska one, you experienced that. I'm sure that if you're not playing really well, if you're not even practicing well, but if you have an off game, you're going to get replaced that happens. I think it's good for, for the girls, you know, Becca Alex not playing well. Well, there's Maggie Mendelson. We've already seen it a lot with Lindsey Krause and Allie Batenhorst. They, they've kind of gone back and forth. I think it makes your whole team better when you have constant competition, don't you? Absolutely. I, and, and, and it's not necessarily just competition, but it's also like just having that much support through your team that you just know. And the little alumni text group that I have that was, you know, always texting between the games, you know, during the games, um, one of the girls commented that was really surprised, like really um, had a lot of good things to say about Becca being on the bench and just really lifting up the players. And just, that was really good to see. So, you know, just having, knowing that you're part of a good team that, you know, you can fall back on people when you, when that's needed, that can also like raise your confidence as a team. You know, I know that sometimes when we're talking NIL and all this money and scholarships and, you know, all these things that are happening and all these pro things that are happening, volleyball can be a very individual sport And when it comes to that kind of thing. But the way the game is played, it has to be a team sport. And so having players that can just step in like that is only going to make your team better. And I think Coach Cook has done a good job of calling them game changers and just talking to people about just because you're not playing right now doesn't mean you're part of, not part of this team and just building people up. So I think that's what we have going on right now, and we're going to need that to finish this this conference uh, season out like this. Tanya Taki joining us here on Husker Rewind at 93.7. The ticket, theticketfm.com. Tanya, I want to ask you about uh, who I believe is going to be the Big Ten Player of the Week and if they overlook her 10 service errors, the Big Ten Freshman of the Week possibly with Merritt Beeson and – Harper Murray, Merritt Beeson, this weekend I now have a full understanding of what she brings to the table. Um, she was not having a great first set. Uh, she was she missed a couple of hits. I mean, they were just flat-out errors. Um, 
and and she fought through it, winds up with a career high in kills, hits just under 400 for the weekend. And I believe both her and Harper have one of the most, I mean, each have one of the most devastating back row attacks I've seen from a Nebraska player in a long time. Talk about your thoughts on their play this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to a little bit of the radio and then watching some of it on TV. Like, I was kind of bouncing between the two. Um, and I just, what I was listening to when Lauren was talking about how the, the other team was camping on Harper and that left Beeson open or, you know, just the different, the different strategies to that the one team was blocking with only one blocker on our, on our back row attack and how we should just be running that all day. And just those different options that we have just opens it up for everyone. And I think the other thing that we have is a setter that's connecting with our middles and so when you have a setter that's connecting with your middles, that's going to open it up for the outsides to get like a block that's a little bit late or a little bit of a seat on the block. And so I feel like that's what we have going on. I, I thought the mill connection wasn't as great on our away trips. It, it seemed like the setter was missing them a little bit. And so then it felt like the other team was kind of camping on Harper more. And so I just feel like uh, Beeson had to raise her game to compensate for that. And then Harper, you know, and it opened it back up for Harper and she was able to finish on a, on a high after that. So it's just how the teams are going to play us. You know, when you have such great pin hitters, you got to choose one and try to get four hands in their face. Yeah. Uh, one of the great middle blockers in Nebraska volleyball history, Tanya Taki, our guest, uh, we mentioned Harper or I uh, should say, yeah, Harper Murray struggled with the, her serve over the weekend. I think 10 service errors is what Mike said. Uh, and John was made no bones about it. John Cook said that hey, hey, we might sub out if that continues. Um, wh- what's the answer there for somebody struggling with the surf? Right. Well, and I think the 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 worst part of for me was just that the week before maybe that um, John Cook was saying that Harper Murray's serve was getting more and more aggressive, and that was something that they had really been working on, and that was like something that he had a lot of pride in. Was look at how great Harper's serve is um and then she just it just like went in the tank so I don't know that was one thing I was going to text Jordan about was like hey you show up and Harper serves in the tank what's up you know just kind of joking but <laughs> I mean I don't know volleyball player ever that's awesome <laughs> yeah I mean something had to be that's the only thing that changed that I know of was that that uh Jordan showed up in the gym but I mean Harper is looks up to her so much and just wants to do so well and I think she just she kind of like got more and more and more aggressive with her serve, and then she just kind of needs to bring it back a little bit more and have a little bit more control, if that makes sense. It does. I, I want to ask you really quick before we let you go. And, and you know, we always talked about last year and then earlier this year. Hey, you got to come down in the studio for one of these shows. We always said, wait till we get downtown because it'll be really cool. Uh, it'll be fun. So we're downtown. So Tom and I were just saying we, we got to get Tanya to come down to the studio one of these Sunday nights. So. In any way, you could work that in to where we can come down. Absolutely. Maybe you spend an hour and you can just get in on the football talk, too. Heck. Let's do it on a night when the Huskers are playing on TV, uh, on a Sunday night. Okay. When's, when's the next one? Uh, I, I'll have to check the schedule. Hang on. Ooh, I don't know. I know we had those two say. Sundays, like, right in a row there. Um, that would be fun. My last tournament, our last club tournament that we have, our fall ball tournament, is uh, next Sunday, and then my Sundays are pretty free after that. So awesome. we'll have to coordinate. Yeah, Sunday, November 5th, they play at noon at Rutgers. Sunday, November 12th, 2 o'clock uh, against Illinois at home, and then Sunday, November 19th at 2 o'clock. So it, it, it wouldn't be, it, it, there would be a game during yeah. the day, 
Uh, but yeah, at any rate, when it, whenever your time frees up, Tiny, we'd love to have you come down and, uh, and right. chat. Um, I, real I, quick before we let you go. We're, I, I wanted to ask her about, because uh, John Cook is 10 for 10 on coaches' challenges. Yes, right where I was going. Uh, oh. Do 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 they do that? Do they do that? Where I mean, in high school, where they you unlimited challenges like that, or how do they work that? I wish, man. There were some bad ones today. Um, the the problem with you know, with high school and club and the different things is just the, no the technology and yeah, the expense of camera. having those. It's not just having the cameras, but also the ability to replay it back in the slow mo and whatever. But, um, I mean. The second set, I had my earbuds in, and I was accidentally shopping in the old market in Omaha, and Coach Cook was having all those, like, green cards, and I was seriously, like, yelling in the (laughs) store and felt like a complete idiot, but I couldn't help it. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. And this lady just looks at me, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm listening to the volleyball game, and Coach Cook just had his fifth green card challenge. You know, it's just like, what is happening? And it was all – if we, he would have done those, like, we would not have won the second set. Nope. Like, he scored four points for us. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the that – my question to Tom was, and to the, the Big Ten in general, you are the biggest, baddest collection of volleyball teams on the planet – how do you not have better officiating? I get it. There's close calls. A lot of them were really, you know, ticky-tacky, whatever, like super, super, super finite, this, that. But you, you're the biggest and the best. Get the best referees and officials and lines. I, I mean, I, it was beyond frustrating from a fan standpoint to hear that we have to sit here and go through, oh, by the way, uh, we know you screwed up again, <laughs> so please go look at the replay and at correct least, it. At least unlike football, you get that challenge back. Yeah. If, you, if you win it, you get the challenge back, which I really, really like. And Tanya, so yeah. were, were you laughing along with the radio broadcast? Because at that point, I was having an issue with a local fast food chain I will not mention. Uh, <laughs> but uh, their manager and I are going to have an interesting conversation tomorrow. Regardless, um, I was listening on the radio as well, and uh, John and Lauren's description of the of the uh, Indiana fan behind the Nebraska bench. Did, do you, right. did you catch that part of it? Cause that was pretty Yes, funny. I absolutely caught that part was that somebody was just going at the down ref in between, I think sets two and three Yeah, yeah. when there was that extra time. So yeah, I mean, I heard it, but I didn't, I haven't, I didn't see that happen. I didn't either. But on when, the TV, but well, when JB said a less than flexible Indiana fan, I literally, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is vintage John Baylor right uh, there. He's the best and a good friend. Uh, Tanya, we appreciate the time. We'll have you on again next week. Okay, sounds great. All right, there you go. go big Take care, Tanya. Tanya go Tanya, big one of the great uh, middle blockers in Nebraska volleyball history on our show each and every week. By the way, Johnny said he could uh, maybe make it, so he's on this show occasionally. Really? Yeah. Sometimes he has to get special permission from the network, or he just says, well, heck, I'll do it. <laughs> or he goes, do you realize <laughs> who says, I am? Uh, you don't, <laughs> don't you know, you know who, who I am? I am? Uh, he's kind of a big deal. Um, one, he's got all the, you know, can't serve fruit cup is one of my favorites. Blocking like cholesterol. Those are some of my favorites. He's added a new one, the, like for the donut or the uh, the roll shot. Yeah. The bakery is open. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. The bakery is open. Just heard that one the other night. You know, so JB comes up with, with one-liners that he doesn't abuse or overuse and he doesn't do it to the point where you're like, dude, just call the game. Yeah. Gus Johnson watching the um You're not a Gus fan. Colorado game. Who uh, uh gosh, USC Colorado game. Yep. On Saturday. 
Gus Johnson is literally a parody of himself. He, I don't even know that he watches the game that he's yeah. calling. He just throws out random yeah. sayings. Are you like, do you like the guys like Bill Raftery uh, who have, you know, the kiss, the lingerie's on the deck, that type of thing? Does that drive you crazy uh, or do I, you like it? No, I look, but you got to understand, I'm a play by play guy, man. I've been behind the microphone for over I like guys a who thousand. have fun. I, I like guys who are, yeah. aren't afraid to have fun. And that's, that's Baylor. I've talked I, a lot about volleyball and broadcasting in general with Baylor, and he wants to have fun. He doesn't think enough guys have fun. Exactly. I've called over a thousand sporting events in my life. I know what it's like to be a play-by-play guy. I consider myself to be decent at it. Yeah. And I like saying, oh my, that's emergency room hockey right, right there because right. that was sick. Yeah, that was fun. You that, know, that, that, that or, fun. or he showed sick patience, yeah. that type of stuff. You know, oh, a vertical jump of the thickness of a credit card shown yeah. right there by that power forward. Yeah. That it, it but don't do it every play. Right. And and or once a possession or and that's where to me Gus Johnson, it's like he forgot how to call a game. Just call the game, dude. Stop trying to to have the saying. Well, and I think some for some sports it works better. Like I still think Gus is great for NCAA basketball. But sometimes it's like every not every shot can be the greatest shot ever. Exactly. So, so save it. I think you should save it in some cases. Well, and Gus tends to for every shot a, oh, a little too hyper. That well every play, every play. Like yeah. well no 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 no. You're every shot in basketball on Saturday, USC Colorado Every play that was a first, every play that was a first down for Colorado was the greatest play ever. Right. <laughs> every play that was Caleb Williams doing Caleb Williams type stuff was a big play. Right. But I mean, it, it, his, I it just He's become it, a little bit of kind of like a Dick Vital, a little bit of a caricature. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just difficult to listen to him because if you're not watching the game, you have zero idea what's yeah. going on. Yeah. And the, the main job of a guy doing play-by-play, I don't care if it's on TV, the main job is to tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could have little quick one-liners, just don't make your entire broadcast all one-liners. Um, we still have more show to do, about uh, 20 minutes left in this particular program. I want to talk about what Matt Rule said uh, this past week about wanting to be more like Michigan. And do you agree with it? Uh, we'll talk about it coming up in just a few minutes. Mike Melby, Tom Stevens, it's Husker Rewind.